to the Lisa Show Creativity Series. We are here with artists talking about their best practices, how they use creativity to connect with the world, and hopes that maybe we can learn something about using more creativity in our lives as well. Welcome, Jake. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Would you please introduce yourself and, and what you do creatively and professionally? Yeah, so my name is Jake Van Wagner. And I am, I'm in the entertainment industry, so I do kind of a lot of different things. I direct, and I produce, and I write, and currently I'm the showrunner on BYU TV's Studio C. Yeah. And you're also an improviser and an actor oh, and a writer. I forgot about those things. That's true. <laughs> those are all true things also. Which I also think is really interesting because I'm so glad to have you here because you do so many different creative um, pursuits professionally. But also, just for fun, um, you ooze creativity. I know. I have to clean it up constantly. <laughs> it's always so oozing. so messy everywhere. <laughs> I, and I am fascinated by this idea. And it, it, it sort of hits on a theory that I have about creativity that mm. it, it, um, it spreads very quickly to other disciplines. That I think people who lean into being creative um, tend to just try lots of different things. Do, have you found that to be true in your, like, growing up? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think so. I mean, specifically in the creative world, I've tried a lot of different creative things. Yeah. It's funny to me that there are, like, like my dad, for example, he's a very creative guy, and he can, he can sing, and he can act, and he can also draw. Really? And paint and whittle and do all these different kinds of creative mm -hmm. things. Whereas me, like when we get into the art world, that's where mine stops. But I've tried. Yeah. But mine really kind of stays inside of this like entertainment industry world. And that's where I've found that I fit. So that's really an interesting juxtaposition. And I'm wondering like how was creativity viewed growing up like in your childhood? It, well, like uh, so my dad really, he, he's he started from the beginning of my life, and I think right after I was born, he was in a rock and roll band. And he oh, was the lead singer and lead guitar player. And so he was just always into music. Mm -hmm. And then I remember growing up, he was, again, into music. He started writing more like Christian-type music. His lifestyle changed a little bit, and he started yeah. writing like Christian music. But also, he was in a play. He was in, like, Oklahoma at the college there in Grand Junction where I grew up. And I remember going and, like, watching them rehearse. And How So funny. my dad my, and my mom loves the arts and mm -hmm. supports the arts. She doesn't do as much, like, creative stuff. But my dad really and his side of the family, really, they all sing and act and perform. And they're all a little bit more outgoing. So yeah. I think that's that's like growing up. I got into it that way because I was just kind of around it a lot, and and it was valued too. I th yeah, it totally. sounds like yeah, yeah. It was valued and encouraged. And I remember being in like third grade, and there was like a Lion King uh, musical at my school, and I sang it, and I sang the part of Young Simba, and I was like so cool. But my family was always very like, yeah, do it, yes, yeah, like, good, do it. yeah, and always like supported and didn't push me into it, but they were very like, I, I think also when you have a kid that you're like, that kid is good at this thing, then you yeah. should try and like encourage that. So my family was really good at that. I, I wonder too, how you see creativity like um, as a way that you interact with the world and how you connect with people. Like, do you think of it as something separate or is it just something that you just naturally do? No, I mean, I, I feel like, yeah, the, so... 
I didn't all, I guess, always feel like this. For a while, I felt like, ooh, I like this attention. I yeah. like, <laughs> I like being this guy. Um, you can't wait to be king. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Actually, I remember this is a very fun story. When I was, uh, I think, a freshman in high school, there was a girl. I won't say her last name, but her name was Kayla. Mm -hmm. And she was just so, I was in love with her, mm -hmm. so in love with her. And she was like the most popular girl at school. And I remembered singing the national anthem at a basketball, at a varsity basketball game. And I got done and she was like sitting in front of me and she turned around and she's like, you're like NSYNC. And I was like, huh. <laughs> What? Yeah, I don't know. I just remember this. I remember that. <laughs> the thing the where it kind of compliment. fell apart. <laughs> yeah. But I I used to do it for that, I feel like. Like, mm -hmm. I really liked that attention. And the more I got into it, the more I kind of felt like, um, you know, you grow up a little bit. And I don't think that yeah. ever goes away. It is fun. And, and that is a fun part of, of being creative and sharing your creativity. But I do think also there's something inherent inside of people to share their gifts. Mm -hmm. And then it's, that's like you said, that's how you connect with people. People can be like... Um, get your creativity and kind of it, it takes them to a different place. And that's kind of where I'm at now with my creativity. I like that people can see me perform or watch mm -hmm. the shows that I do or the movies I direct. And it kind of gives them a break from life for a little bit or it, you know, just makes them happier or it makes them think. And so that's that's a little bit more why I do it now. Yeah, that has a, such a like a meaning and a connection. And I think something that's really controversial is probably too strong a word. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I know, let's get into what it. What is it? <laughs> is that there are some people who just think because they don't have maybe traditionally creative hobbies, they just think that they don't have any creativity at all mm. or they're not creative. And I'm wondering if what your sort of philosophy is that. Do you think that everyone's creative? I think, yes, I do think so. Because like if you go onto Instagram or TikTok or YouTube and you just like see all these different things that anybody is doing, not just like, you know, musicians and yeah. actors and things. There are people that like, my wife the other day showed me this woman who takes a flower and folds it into a white sheet to make it like a painting with a flower. And I'm like, that's crazy. Wow. And that's that woman's thing. And that's yeah. like so creative. And I think non-traditionally, there are endless amounts of things you can do. And especially with like those platforms now, you can share all that stuff with everyone. That's true. I hadn't thought about that effect of, of social media to like really connect people together with like unusual yeah, arts. Yeah, totally. I, that's, I mean, that's been something very interesting for me mm -hmm. is that that's a place where you wouldn't normally see th this person's creativity yeah. in their normal life, but they're putting it online and that's where you can see it. Yeah. Um, I really uh, love this series that we're doing on creativity because it's made me think of it in sort of kind of a different way of 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 how you sort of invoke it. Or and I'm wondering if there are things that you have like creative best practices or ways that you practice your craft. And mm. like that sounds so pretentious. Practice your craft. Excuse me. But <laughs> you have so many things that you like to do, and some people there a, a major roadblock for a lot of people is getting past that idea of, you know, like um, imposter syndrome or mm. just being able to like practice it, like whether they want to be a writer or an actor or, you know, that I'm thinking about the things that you, you are, are doing creatively. Do you have, do you practice? And if so, like, what does that look like? Yeah, I think I've been very fortunate to have, um, I guess, to have this full-time career in this yeah. creative field. And so my practice is always like performing. Like my, I'm, I'm 
always in it. And so I think it's uh, there. I have to find ways to keep myself interested in the creativity of what I do. You know what I mean? Because because I'm on like I'll get onto a job and I'll stay on it for like six months or for three months or whatever. It becomes a little mundane. So I have to find the things that keep me interested and engaged in the creativity. So, for example, I did for a little while, I did with my kids some videos on Instagram to like just little sketches with just with me and my kids. And I did that because I felt like I was in like this really weird, like creative place where I I wasn't really excited about anything. And so I did that. And that was so fun. So funny. Yes, they were so fun. And the kids are so funny. Mm -hmm. And it's and but that was like, and people are always like, where are those do more? And I'm like, yeah, that I kind of like checked the box for my creativity with that. And then I moved on to other things. It was also when I moved to New York, you know, I worked worked on Impractical Jokers out there. And for a while, that's all I was doing is Impractical Jokers and I was writing and that's what I was doing. But I felt like I was not really doing all my other creative things. So I started doing videos again and like, you know, my commutes, I would make dumb little videos. And so that for me has kind of been the thing where when I feel like a little bogged down in things, I kind of have to like step back and be like, what what's fun for me to just do that's low pressure and low stakes, but still like work some of those creative muscles. Oh, I like that. And I like how that changes. And there's no rules and you don't have to have the... Sometimes I feel like if I start a project, then I'm like, okay, well, then this is my thing. And I have to like keep doing it, like keep doing the videos or keep doing this or whatever. No, not me. You don't have to. One and done. Look, and just... Yeah. There's no rules. There, Well, there really aren't any rules. I know. And for people who like to follow rules, it can be kind of hard. It can be hard. Yeah, for sure. And I think you mentioned like imposter syndrome. I think that that's like... That's funny because I'm, I've am i always felt like a pretty confident dude, but yeah. there have been roles that I've stepped into where I'm like, oh, gosh, this is not – I shouldn't be – they're going to find out that right. I don't know how to do this. But then I think like the more I just am just like, that's what everyone is doing. <laughs> so it doesn't right. matter. Right. Like probably whoever is my boss is like, oh, I hope he doesn't find out. Right. <laughs> because, you know, so I just kind of like let that go. But I thought – I I think that's something that's interesting to bring up because people do feel like that. I mean, especially in the creative industry. Especially in the creative I have so many friends mm-hmm. who are like directors that they're like, oh, gosh, I hope they don't find out. I don't know what I'm doing. But I'm like, you do, though, as much as anybody does, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. I, that, I think that's a really great idea then of having friends that can support you in that. Of yeah. like, yeah, nobody knows what they're doing. So for sure, I'm just remembering that. But but that's the case with any sort of creativity. I yeah. think is people are maybe a little nervous to get into something because they're like, that's not me, but mm-hmm. it is. You just if you say it is, uh, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. can define it for yeah. yourself. I also was having an uh, an interesting discussion about creativity with one of my friends, and she brought up the point, which I think is so true of like, especially when you're doing something creative and you're like getting lost in the flow of it, which is so beneficial for your mental health and physical health and everything, that you can give yourself permission to do something like be mediocre at something or even be bad at something that you like doing. Yeah, for sure. I've done that plenty of times. Yes, I mean, and I've like written scripts and sketches and things where I'm like, whoops, (laughs) whoops, <laughs> that's real bad. <laughs> right. But it doesn't matter. I mean, it really doesn't. Like, you, I, I you do don't think get that's a unless... difference of like people who can shake that off and then they can't. I think so. E- even more than the distinction between creating good art or bad art or whatever that means. Yeah, I agree. I think that, oh, yeah, the more you do it and the more you're just like, okay, cool, that was that version and now here's the next yeah, one. Yeah, let's just try again. Yeah. Or whatever. I know, I do that with piano. Uh, as you know, I was married to a, 
an amazing pianist. And so for years and years, because he was so good, he could just sit down and play anything. Yeah. Um, I just wouldn't play because I was embarrassed that I'd like read music and that I would mess up and yeah. dar, dar, dar. And um, now I just do it and I'm not very good, but I like it. Yeah, And totally. I just do it mediocre. I'm a mediocre piano player. Which is better than me. <laughs> I'm a bad piano player. No, but I think it's funny too because I'm sure Chris was like, your husband was like, loved to hear that. Yeah, you he know was like, I oh, mean? that's like, good job. And I'd be like, yeah. don't patronize Yeah, but he, I'm sure he wasn't. Like <laughs> no, my wasn't. wife, yeah. she grew up playing the guitar, uh-huh. which people f- find that out and they're like, what? Yeah. And she played the guitar for 10 years with like classical lessons and she was really good. But I've heard her play the guitar five times and I've I feel like it's maybe the same play. thing. Yeah, I know. But when she does, I'm just like, yeah. Yes. Play more, you yeah. know, which I think, so that's kind of a funny thing. We just kind of have to like, you know, not. I know. I feel like we need more. This is the rule follower in me that we need like more collective rules about creativity, which is like don't follow the rules. Oh, okay. (laughs) I can get behind that. It's like Inception. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like not worrying about the the output. I think that a, a major roadblock in creativity has been the output. Like if you have really good taste and you know what a good painting is, if you're just starting out and painting. It's going to take yeah, you years totally. to do that, but it doesn't mean that you can't get there. But if you have good taste, I'm sure it's the same thing with you, with music and oh, with directing sure. and things like mm-hmm. that. How do you push through that um, when you're feeling particularly, like, vulnerable? Yeah, I mean, I guess for me, I also mountain bike. Oh, yeah. And I've, like, there's a trail that I used to mountain bike all the time, and, and there's, like, a hill, a particular hill that, like, never have I ever ridden to the top of it. And this is, like, a really cute metaphor. Ready? Yeah, and by cute, I mean, like, oh, cute, Jake. Yeah. Um, but I guess just, like, riding my bike up that hill over and over and over and, like, wrecking and then coming back down and doing it again and then wrecking and then getting a little further and a little further. That And then until finally you get to the top of the hill. Um that, I think, is a good metaphor for creativity where, like, you, you, you're you going to do things and you're going to, like, they're not going to be good. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of the process. Like, I remember when I first started making videos when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and they were so bad. And if we go and look at them, I have a tape of it somewhere, oh, but I, I refuse to, to, like, digitize it. I bet you would. <laughs> it's, like, really bad. I, we might need that for the show. Oh, yeah. yeah this is where we'll premiere it. <laughs> um, well, I've just not put it out there because I just remember how cringy, even, like, two years later, I was like, oh, boy. But, like, that's where that's gotten me to where I am today because I just, yeah. like, tried things and then figured out what worked, figured out where people laughed figured out like what angles worked and stuff so it's kind of just the same thing just like putting in the reps I guess and yeah. then realizing like oh that works that didn't work that works and I I I like that I'm I, that was a beautiful metaphor too yeah it was cute and beautiful really right cute. yeah and yeah. I'll remember it I'll ride my bike I know and then you biffed it on it hard yeah. so many times it could be hard yeah but it is a good metaphor because it, sometimes it really does like hurt you deeply when you create something bad yeah <laughs> like i don't want to underestimate that feeling when yeah. you want it so bad when you really really want to create something great and you just it, that that kind of tension or frustration between what you're trying to accomplish and then your ability levels is is an uncomfortable place to live totally and it is part of it and i think that sometimes people look at creativity um, and, and that sort of art in whatever way that it can as, as it, either you're good at it or you're not. Like either you were born with it or you weren't. Right. And I feel like they do, we all do ourselves a disservice when we kind of see it that way. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like anybody can do and try anything and, and make progress and have fun with it. And 
you're not going to be a professional painter necessarily, but it can just be fun. And, and it, it can, can just be, bring you a lot of joy. Yeah, I totally. had an art teacher um, in in college who said, can you draw a straight line or straightish and a curved one? Well, then you can draw. Everyone can draw. Oh, and I remember yeah. thinking, is that true? <laughs> and I just thought, yeah. yeah, it's just some straight lines and some curved lines and just the combination yeah. is drawing, and it kind of uh, like mentally let me off the hook into how I so- sort of saw that. Like it's playing, you know. It's and I think some art um, creative forces or or pursuits lend more to play, and others lend more to like a discipline. Oh, like for sure. I, like I'm thinking about music. It just seems like do your scales, yeah. practice, and mm-hmm. it seems like less playing than say something like improv or act. Like we're just playing around. We're just finding our character or finding yeah. our voice or whatever. And um and and I wonder the way that we approach creativity, how it what effect it has on the actual product. And I'm wondering like when have you felt like the most like creatively in tune? What did you learn from that kind of like environment? When was it the easiest or the flowed the the best that is a great question that it's a I, that, hard question. It, that it is yeah. a hard question i i have lots of examples i guess but this is a recent example that popped into my brain i just did a three man improv show yeah. with our friends mm-hmm. Sean Johnson and Casey Jost you know our buddy from show offs oh, yeah. and from impractical jokers and stuff three man improv and we did a full one hour show And I hadn't ever really done that before. But what I loved so much about it is that I trusted both of them so much. And I just let everything go. And I just really, all three of us, and Chad Truman was there playing the piano too. Oh, so great. It was a musical too. So it was like another, an added layer of stress. But it was so fun, no stress. And I just, I guess I just felt in a really good creative rhythm because I didn't really care what the outcome was. I was just like having fun and I was Mm -hmm. just like enjoying all of those things. It was low stakes. It was very low stakes. Even though there was an audience of 150 people there, mm-hmm. it was still, to me, it was low stakes because I just like trusted the people I was with. And so I don't know that that really, I, I guess that that's when I feel at my best is yeah. when I am like take the pressure off of myself, I yeah. guess. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I wonder how that would have changed in a different situation. Like if you were... Uh, you know, auditioning for something like that show was going to be an audition, or it was being filmed, oh, or like how it would have sure. changed. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm curious as to how out these outside forces can sort of change the way that we view creativity. Yeah, you know, but I, I feel like also though, like I, I've heard a lot of like actors, like uh, Brian Cranston, who's going around on the internet, how he talks about oh, yeah. um, auditioning and how that's the real, like that's that's the job. But getting the job afterwards is not the job, but just like auditioning is the job, and like. But also taking the pressure off yourself because you just know you're like, do it. And then you go to the next one and do it and go to the next one and do it. And so I feel like, again, it's just like taking the pressure off. Creativity in general, I think when you take the pressure off, you're just, you're better. Like, you're not like weighing yourself down with things, you know. Um, you're really creative. We've had you on this show, on the Lisa show, talking about parenting and how to be like the fun parent. And that was a really fun episode. Um, If you haven't listened to that, you might want to check that out. Yeah. If you haven't listened to that, why haven't you listened to it? (laughs) I mean, why? Why wouldn't you listen to it? Um, And we talked a little bit about how you encourage that in your kids. Yeah. And and I have the benefit of knowing your kids, and they're all just their own people. Totally. And so fun, and, but the, and they have their own likes and dislikes, obviously, as all children do. And and we talked a little bit in that episode about your your creativity, but I wanted to ask you something else that kind of like 
springboarded on that. Like, um, now that you have, because you're the creative fun parent and you try to come up with games and songs and all that kind of fun stuff with your kids. And I think any parent can do that. I really do. And, um, but I'm wondering what the outcome is that you're seeing that now that your kids are a little bit older since we recorded that. Yeah, that's funny that you say that actually, because Annabelle, my oldest, is so funny and she's fast. And I feel like that has come from just kind of like teasing and my like improv. And like, I also instill so hard in my kids that you yes and. Like if I make a joke and (laughs) and it's clearly like a joke instead of them being like, no, that's not true. Nuh-uh. Like, I'm just like, no, play along, play along. And some of them do more than the others. Some, there are yeah. others that are a little bit more like, well, that didn't happen, you know? But like <laughs> Annabelle, yeah, Annabelle is so funny and has like really gotten like this, this attitude of like, yes, and, and just like, she says things now that make my wife and I just literally like laugh out loud. In fact, the other night I had put the boys to bed. Everyone was kind of in bed and I put the boys to bed and came down the stairs and I heard like laughing again and I thought it was the boys and I'm like, hey, you guys, shh. And it was Emma coming out of Annabelle's room and they were laughing so hard and she's like, oh, sorry, dad. (laughs) But it was really funny to me because like she had made Emma laugh so hard and it was a yes and moment. It was just like, so I guess like, that I like in, in trying to instill that because it's such a good principle anyways, but like being fun and having fun and like watching your kids have these senses of humor now. And like also with their friends, they don't take anything too seriously and just they can kind of just roll with things. Friendship, yeah. You know? So I guess it's, it, it is fun to see like, oh, wow, this is like having an effect and, and it's making my kids like this. I, I feel like it's a little extra edge to be able to just Absolutely. like, yes, and things. Yeah. And go with the flow. Go with the flow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Okay, so um, we're coming to the end, unfortunately. What? I know. No. But I want to ask you two more questions. The first question is, is if somebody came to you, a good friend, or maybe just a new acquaintance, and they were like, okay. well, it must be spectrum. nice yeah. to be creative. I'm not creative. I don't have a creative bone in my body. What would you say to that person? You are right. <laughs> What's the second question? <laughs> okay, you just let him down. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I get well. The funny thing about that question here's the funny thing about that, that question. That, it is a weird question. No, it's a good question, but the, it 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 also assu- and there are people like that, but it also assumes, they would never say it. Though. It, it well, yeah, <laughs> or know. it assumes that people are like. It, it tells me that that person does want to be creative, and and then yeah. in that way they can be creative. Like there are endless amounts of ways to be creative, and. Um, you know, we we have friends that do things that I would never do oh. because I can't creatively, but they are so creative in the things they do. Yeah, I'm thinking of our friend Trieste. I was thinking of her as she well. She can do like, anything. I can't do anything that she, of those things. She's like, oh, you could totally make a concrete uh, planter fountain. And I was like, no, I don't think but I could. And she's like, yeah. no, you could. But that's the thing. <laughs> is that's us coming to her being like, yeah. we don't have creative don't bones know. like you, but but we do. And and her like her being like, no, you could do it. That's that's, I think, my advice, too. is like, okay. no, you could do it. Like, I did improv, like, taught improv for so long and saw so many people come through. And I'm like, that person is not good at improv. <laughs> but the more we get into it, the yeah. more I'm like, oh, look at that. Look at that yeah. move that you just made. Like, that's, they're getting better and better. And that's all just a desire to for this person who's not an improviser to be like, I want to try it. Yes. And then they do. And then they, they get a little better and better. It brings such a benefit to your life, like you were saying. Yeah. For friendship, for connection, for all, for 
being able to go with the flow, yeah. just having that like mindset of, well, yes, and, or just being able to see totally. in any creative pursuit. I think that there is such value to it. But yeah. I hope everybody tries something new. Yeah. Yeah. The last question that I have is, is that I've been um, wondering if maybe we should get a new theme song for the Lisa show. Oh, and yeah. I'm wondering if maybe you could just like come up with something. Oh, just no. Right now. I actually already have. Oh. It, it's not improv. Oh. So this isn't improvised. <laughs> this is, I've been working on this for. Wow. When, the last time I was on the show. Oh, yeah. Months and months, months ago. Months ago. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Do you want it? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. I just need you to do this uh, do, 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 do. That's how it starts, yeah. And then it goes. Wake up. It's time to get on the Lisa show. Wake up. Oh, wake up. But it's a podcast now, you know. So you don't have to wake up anymore. It's the Lisa Show. So that's it. I've worked on it hard. That was really good. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. Oh, thank, thank you. you. You got a little clap. <laughs> yeah. That was really great. Did. Thank you. Thank you for oozing creativity all over the studio today. I know you guys are going to have a big <laughs> mess to clean up. I know, but it's all right. Yeah. It's worth it. It it's worth it. That. And thank you for joining the Lisa Show's creativity series. I hope you'll check out our other episodes. We're going to talk to other artists as well. Like and subscribe and all the things that the kids are doing on YouTubes and mm. Instagrams. And where else do the kids go? Trick Truck. And Trick Truck. Yep. Thanks. Mm-hmm.